Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 31st of March. The fourth industrial revolution is arguably the biggest structural upheaval in the global economy for 250 years. And this process has a self-destructive element within it in the rise of scapegoat economics and prejudice politics. Defeating, or at least minimising prejudice, is going to be the secret to economic success in the next 20 years. But when everything is changing, there is an inevitable desire to look for someone else to blame. One obvious manifestation of this prejudice politics at the moment is the rise of economic nationalism. The paranoia of the US Congress that China may somehow learn the secrets of the latest TikTok dance is one manifestation. The emotive comments from China's trade envoy warning Europe not to follow US trade restrictions are another. Europe is unlikely to be swayed one way or the other by such rhetoric. Economic nationalism, by definition, doesn't care very much what other people think. Remarks by China's ambassador to the European Union also raise an interesting new angle. The ambassador was talking about the costs of being excluded from an economy as large as that of China. This is perhaps part of the weaponization of gross domestic product. Academic estimates put China's economy as being about two-thirds of its reported size, and the concept of output economics that GDP represents is moving further and further away from the living standard metrics that people actually care about. From Europe, we will be getting French and Italian consumer price inflation. Like the Spanish and German numbers, the effects of energy prices will be to pull down the headline rates quite significantly. Europe is already experiencing disinflation in the first wave of demand-led transitory inflation, Energy prices represent the second wave of post-pandemic inflation, and they're now starting to drag on the headline rate too. This leaves us with the profit-led inflation to contend with, where companies use spin to increase profit margins. The willingness of consumers to believe the profit-led inflation fairy tale varies from country to country, allowing for a certain amount of divergence in the headline inflation experience. In Japan, March Tokyo consumer price inflation fell, more or less as expected. February retail sales were strong, but this was being flattered by the January data, which was revised down quite significantly. Unemployment ticked up a little. No one really expects Japanese unemployment to increase, but it has been known. Japan is in a different place to other developed economies. A profit margin expansion has been harder to achieve, which is why headline and core inflation rates are so much more contained than in Europe or the US. Demand was also more muted as the easing of COVID restrictions took a lot lot longer to come through. In the United States, we have an update on the regular reminder of partisan division. The Michigan final consumer sentiment survey data is due and has its always interesting comparison of Republican and Democrat sentiment. Republicans and Democrats operate in completely different economies, if you actually believe the sentiment data. 
Former US President Trump's indictment and imminent arrest are attracting headlines, but they're not really market-worthy stories for now. Markets are not going to start speculating on the 2024 presidential election just yet. The only thing that might be relevant here is the extent to which President Trump's arrest highlights, or indeed inflames, partisan divisions within the United States, further distorting sentiment data and raising uncertainties about the behaviour of Congress. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.